0: So then, the Alice at the hospital. Rochelle? Huh? Alice is out of the hospital, right? You talked to he's him.
1: He's in a um, he's in a facility like a. I don't want to say a nursing home. I don't know exactly what. Basically, like to recover. Oh. In Long Beach, I believe.
0: In Long Beach, because I went to the hospital to see him, and they said you were dismissed.
1: He was transferred to another facility. Yeah.
0: I went over yesterday. How's he feeling? How's he doing? You talk to him? Is he,
1: he- still Alex?
0: <laughs> is he healing though?
1: Um. Yeah, but it's a process because right. of all of the injuries. He it's said going to that. It's
0: gonna be a long time. He said about two weeks in a wheelchair. Right. One minute. Okay. Just a minute
2: till
0: we're, we're on time. We're on time? Yeah. Oh, good. About time. time? We're on time.
2: We're usually
0: on time lately. Oh, thank you. Are we late? No, we're ending kind of late. We're ending late? <laughs> okay. What time I should be done? You should, you should close
2: out up
0: by a quarter till. All right. So, so y'all have to talk fast. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I should be talking? You, uh, yeah. Oh. This your first time here? Yeah. Oh, All right, well. You want to sit with us? Uh, <laughs> sure. Yeah, come right here. Right here? Yeah, right here. Good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Peterson. You can get involved by going to our chat line on the YouTube there. And Hake will give me your questions or comments. I do appreciate it. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. How's everybody? Amazing. So I always ask, ask any questions or comments or anything. Nobody ever have any. I guess you guys just always come to be taught not to bring, right? No. Any questions or comments? Well, I have a comment. Thank you. <laughs> One saying person in the house.
3: So I was um, watching Hake's show. Shout out, Hake.
0: Shout out to and, Hake. Uh,
3: <laughs> there was this caller who called in, and this is pertaining to what you say. I like say. your
0: little style.
3: Oh, thank you. Yeah,
0: I got your own little star. It's nicer.
3: (laughs) Thank you. And um, it's it's surrounding your um, what you've shared with us about not taking sides. There was this caller who called in who was super adamant and staunch on his position about the young man who died on the subway that they had to yeah and. What I realized as I was listening to the exchange between uh, this caller and take is that when we take sides, we end we wind up looking ignorant by definition of by the true definition of the word. I was almost I was embarrassed for this caller because he was so adamant about his position. Not, you know, he was nowhere near, you know, this event that took place. And the people out there picketing, they have no idea what happened. They have no idea how they would have responded if they thought that their lives were being threatened, literally. So um, I just thought that was interesting. And I had a few moments like that throughout the week um, where the theme of taking sides was, you know, kept coming up. so
0: It's amazing how the mind want you to take sides. When it has nothing to do with you at all, you want there even in a family, when the father and mother are arguing, the children should not take sides at all because it 's the two parents arguing, not them that 's why most of the time not all, the mother draw the child in the mother make the child take side, and we The child does that. He turned against he or she turned against her father. Or if it happened to happen the other way around, he turned against the mother. Where if the child didn't take sides at all, then they would be free to deal with both of them accordingly. They may hate one another, but you wouldn't hate either because you didn't take side. When you really think about it, It doesn't make sense to take side. If it's not you and that other person, why should you take side? But the mind and the ego want you to take side.
3: Yeah, I even remember. I saw myself in this caller too, by the way. Yeah, you can do that too. Coming from a place of judgment, I remember back to the Trump era. I (sighs) caused so much division in my relationships because of my um, support of this man. And it was so, you know, when I look back on that, when I reflect upon that, it's like, why? For what? You know, I didn't change their position, they didn't change my position. And I wound up, when I when I reflect back on it, I probably sounded exactly like that caller to people. Just just talking, just my mouth flapping with <laughs> words coming out that don't mean anything. Every so.
0: ego want to believe that it's right.
3: Yeah.
0: As though the two devils fight to prove that one is right. But it's best to live without taking sides. It's best that you stay free when you do that. That's amazing. I didn't hear that call. But that's interesting. Yeah. Rare, is, is it hard to live without taking sides? You no. Know, one thing about not taking sides, you're not going to want to protest anymore. You're not going to want to go to the rallies anymore. Because somebody's wrong, they have a right to be wrong. And you don't have a right to judge them. Because to the judge is it's wrong as well. Amazing. Any other questions? Comments?
4: Yes, sir. Uh, Just a comment, you know, um, when it comes to these types of news, stories, whatever they may be, that come out, I find for myself, uh, I like to stay, I like to try to keep aware, we talk about that here, but whenever something comes across my, my eyes or, you know, is put in front of me, and I get an instant emotional feeling, high or low, that's a clear indication for me to just step back, put the thing down and be like, okay, Why is that getting a rise out of me immediately, within five seconds? That's probably intentional. I should probably stop and just wait. And so if anyone struggles with that stuff, that's what works for me. I don't know if it'll work for you, but I'm very uh, aware when something comes across my feed on my phone or something, and it's instantly trying to evoke some kind of high or low reaction from me. Nice.
0: Right here.
1: So... I just wanna say how grateful and thankful I am for coming here a little over a year ago, learning the truth, like the real truth, and now like watching it play out in my life, living it. Um, So on Saturday, I got the text from Alex about him being in the hospital. And then a couple of hours later, I got a phone call from my dad's uh, sister saying that he's in the hospital, in ICU, and he's in really, really, really bad condition. And um, so when I left there, when I left church on Sunday, I went to the hospital. He's at Cedar sinai And uh, he's like totally out of it, like heavily, heavily sedated, like clinging on to life type of situation. Still, he's in that condition. And I'm like, uh, I asked the nurse, I go, if I talk to him, will he be able to hear me? And she's like, Well, we always encourage the friends and family to talk to him. So I started talking. Before I knew it, it was an hour and 20 minutes later. And um, I was like, Just talking about everything. Like, you there was no to him response. You an hour straight up? An hour and 20 minutes. I was like, and I he's went in to the
0: church. Already died, and then he died right at the end. No, he's
1: not dead. He's <laughs> not dead yet. He ain't dead yet. But A I was hour? like, no, yeah, okay. An hour and 20 minutes. And then, um, he was just laying there the whole time like I didn't get any response because he's heavily sedated. I just started talking about, oh, I just came from church. James was reading from Colossians, like talking about everything, talking about love, talking about forgiveness, talking about everything that I've learned in my life over the last year. And at, at the end, um, I was going to sit there and do this silent prayer. And I was like, let me pull it up on the uh, on the video. Because somebody made an extended video of the silent prayer where you're uh, guiding people through it and then it just goes silent for like 10 minutes and when I put on the silent prayer and you started talking about um like relaxing and Satan and stuff like that he started opening his eyes and moving up and I'm like oh my goodness because he did that when I first got there but the alarm went off and the nurse came in and it kind of scared me for a minute when I put on the silent prayer, because he started doing it again. But the alarm didn't go off, but I was like, oh my goodness, they're going to think I'm in here doing something to him to provoke it. I just thought it was so interesting. But, so after that, I went to work, like, and then Wednesday this week, my coworker was rushed to ICU, and she was in bad condition too. So this whole week, like I've spent a lot of time in the hospital. A lot of people around me are like, freaking out crying in tears my son is going through it because this is his dad in the hospital and I'm just watching myself I'm continuously staying in the present staying in the moment watching like myself and I don't have any like emotions like I haven't cried I'm watching everybody else cry and even my son which it's a shock to me it's really amazing that I never would have thought, when you use the word amazing, that's so true, because I never would have thought that I would be able to live life like this, like letting life happen, not trying to control it, not trying to do anything to be a part of it, not just, well, to be a part of it, because obviously you have life, but just letting life happen and watching yourself and watching how you're feeling well stay
0: with it it gets better
1: yeah In in the midst of it like i don't have any feelings because i don't have any thoughts because i've been practicing practicing keeping your mind with your body doing what's in front of you to do and that's just I just want to say it's amazing. I, just, I never, in, a, in my wildest dreams, would imagine that I would be able to live like this.
5: Amazing. And, and
1: through all the chaos around me, I have peace.
0: Nice, amazing. Um, let's see here. I want you to pull up uh, Matthew twenty-four, forty-two, And the white guy is gonna pull up Luke. The white guy. Behind you, 17, 20 to 21. And the black lady next to the white guy, gonna, guy Luke 17, 20, 21. And the black lady sitting next to the white guy, gonna put up 5, uh, John chapter 5, verse 25. And the white lady in front of the black lady, <laughs> gonna put up uh, uh, Acts 14, 13. And then the, the Mexican man.
6: <laughs> Close, I'm not that. You're not Mexican. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you labeled me as
0: that. what are you? You look like a Mexican.
6: No, no, Filipino Italian. Uh, I'm, I'm same kidding. thing. I'm looking <laughs> <my head. What's laughs> yeah. wrong with that?
0: Can you pull up Romans eight uh, nineteen? Yeah. Okay. okay. Sure. Oh, amazing. Um, so just hold on to us. So uh, now? Can you
3: repeat
0: that, please? Acts fourteen. Oh, Acts fourteen, verse. Thirteen.
7: Thank you.
0: It is John five
7: twenty five.
0: 25.
6: Uh, John 5,
0: verse 25. Okay. And Luke seventeen twenty twenty one. Yes. Anybody? I turned off my phone to wait for it to turn Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. But yours is Roman. Okay. Um, anybody thought about the biblical question this week? No other but two people. Amazing. I
8: know I
0: know. I can't remember what it was now. All of a sudden. You can't remember what it was. Oh, what? What? Shh. Oh, sorry. What, Mama? She said you know it was I know, but don't tell her Mama. That. A...
9: It's public. I didn't know. I Thought
8: about
0: it and I forgot about it. I forgot about thing, but now I have the ask if i it like... Amazing. <laughs> um Amazing. You thought about the biblical, course. You say and what was it?
10: Does your life make
0: sense? And. Uh, and would you? What? No. This is your first time here, right? Yes, it is. All right. Um, does your life make sense, right? And would you come up with?
10: Does your life make sense? The entire week, I. Yes, on.: The entire week, I wanted to say yes. And then just yesterday, I started thinking no. So I'm actually still not sure.
0: You're not sure yet if your life makes sense or not. Mm-mm.
10: Oh, okay. Amazing. But if I was going to say, um, I would say no. If you're
0: going to say, you're you're going to say no? I'm leaning towards no, yeah. And why are you leaning
10: towards no? Well, on Monday and Tuesday, as you know, I do the door-to-door. Right. So, when I'm going from door-to-door, I'm thinking of this question in my head, walking around the neighborhood, and at first I was like, yeah, of course it makes sense. Um, your mother turned you away against your father, you hated your father in your teen years, you hurt Jesse, you forgave your mother, you forgave your father, you overcame your anger, the things that I thought would make sense to me. And then I kind of thought about it more and more, and I kept leaning towards yes, but yesterday I, like, had a frustrating day, or what I thought was a frustrating day, and I tried to make sense of it, and I couldn't. And at that moment, I was like, wait a minute, maybe my life doesn't make sense, because I can't really pinpoint exact things still. Like, why am I feeling this way? I, I know why, because it's the thoughts, um, but yeah, I still don't know. You see, I don't know if it makes sense or
0: not, for sure. All right. You said you thought of the question, right?
4: Yes.
0: OK, does your life make sense?
4: Yes. And what makes sense about your life? Um, If you... I can tell you what makes sense about my life. Um I would tell you the way I approach the question though is I recognize that my life makes sense when I accept what it is, what it's made up of. When I start to think about that question a lot, um and I get into more than just I was given this life, it was a gift from God, right? Then I start to it starts to get shaky if I think about, you know, oh, how does it make sense or what does it make sense about? Because I start questioning a lot of things in my life. And I would say for myself, if I think too much about existing or or identify too much with this life I'm living, it starts to make no sense real fast. It can get real dark and real bleak really fast. So for me, the way I interpreted the question was, my life makes sense. I, I was given this life, I didn't ask for it, is a gift. And I'm just moving through it. So in that sense, that's how it makes sense.
0: So your life makes sense because you're moving through it? It was a gift from God, and you're you're moving through it.
4: My life only makes sense because I'm not questioning it. Because I'm accepting that it was a gift, and as I move through it with what's in front of me and the things we talk about, it makes sense. If I go back a year from now, and I'm thinking about my life like I used to, I mean, I would just sit in the shower thinking about my life and thinking about existing or dying. I would get so freaked out. Like, make me want to shout, for real. (laughs)
0: So, but, so it makes sense. You say yesterday your life makes sense because it's a gift from God. And, and what else?
4: And I don't, take, I don't um, really get into the mess of thinking about the why uh-huh. behind it. I look at how my life makes oh, sense. Okay. And the last few weeks that I've been watching online, I'll say that I've been really, and I don't know how to express this, but I've been really going back and forth over a lot of the how of what we do here. Versus the why. And I'm realizing that while that question of why is so entertaining to us, it's not as um, it's not as useful as just the how of looking at what I have and being thankful for my life and that I'm alive. I mean, I'm alive in this crazy world. That makes sense. Okay,
0: All right. Right here. You had your hair, right? I did. Okay, And then the young lady in the back. I want to answer. Okay, Does your life make sense?
3: My life makes perfect sense, just not to
0: me. I'm sorry? What did you say?
3: I said, my life makes (laughs) perfect sense, just not to me.
0: Oh, and what makes sense about your life? When you say just not to you, what do you mean?
3: I mean that it makes sense because God, especially now that I'm, you know, present and getting out of my head, it makes even less sense to me, but it makes sense to God. He's lead- I feel like a. I feel like I'm on a maze, blindfolded, and God is just leading me. And I'm just in the present, and He's orchestrating every move that I make. And I think it's always been that way, but I feel like I believe that I'm more cognizant of it now. So.
0: And that's the part that doesn't make sense.
3: Nothing about my life makes sense. Nothing at to all. Me, oh, okay. To me. To me. but I believe that from a spiritual perspective, it makes perfect sense.
0: Okay, Um, thank you. Interesting question, all right. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Me? No, you. (laughs) Does your life make sense?
1: Sometimes.
0: And what makes sense about your life sometimes?
1: Well, first of all, that I'm here today, it makes sense.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: I was. I haven't been here in a couple of weeks.
0: Oh, uh, and that doesn't make sense.
1: No, that doesn't. <laughs> it does not make sense.
0: Okay. Uh, did you have your hand, Raymond? Yes. Okay. Does your life make sense? It does. And what makes sense about your life?
11: Because I realized that. Uh, realized why up until now. Uh, now I. Uh, it uh, it did make sense. That made sense. I realized that I failed to check my ego at the door of, of our father. In other words, I always put my ego first before anything else.
0: Okay, amazing. Don't want to put it on that. And then here. Does your life make sense? And see, we're here to fellowship together because I want you guys to know that you know that you know that you know that you know. Not just because I said it. It'll just be the same thing you've been doing all your life. You're just taking somebody else's word without knowing for yourself. Yes, does, does your life make sense?
12: Since you asked this question, the, I think my very first answer was, yeah, it makes sense. But since, since then, I cannot make sense of it, so, I'm, I, there's nothing about my life that makes sense to me. Like, so. Can
0: you give me an example of what, what doesn't make sense?
12: Well, I don't control, I don't really control anything. My, my life is not controlled by me, so, but it, yet it's happened, right? My, my life is, my life has happened. I am fat, sassy, and I don't really need for anything. <laughs> And so,
0: don't tell the people you're fat. They already see it. I'm just from camera don't know.
12: <laughs> I'm just saying it, it seems to have worked out. I mean, like what I said, I don't, need, I don't need for anything. So my life is, in that sense has worked out. But yet I didn't make any of it happen. So I don't know how to make sense of something I don't have any control over yet. You.
0: So At your life part. has worked out as far as the stuff you have?
12: Yeah. Oh, okay. And I mean, wh- as far as not not just the stuff i have but you know it seems to have worked i'm here i ain't dead
0: <laughs> if you were dead would that make sense
12: not probably not to me at that point
0: oh <laughs> uh, okay right here and then here does your life make sense
8: yes And what makes sense about your life? Um, For the most part, when I do, I get. And then when I don't do, I don't get. Give me an example of what you mean. Um, If I actually do just instead of thinking about something, just do it. Like let let the doing be the thinking. Right. Stuff gets done. But if I'm thinking about doing, I'm not doing anything. I'm just intellectually wasting time. I find that. And then a lot of times it's. Not, I'm not being honest with myself about not doing. Like I get confused thinking that thinking is a form of doing and then I'm not doing, but in reality I'm not doing anything. So, oh, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Had you thought about if your life made sense before the biblical question? No. No. Oh, okay. Nice. This yeah. young lady wanna respond. Yes. Does your life made sense.
5: Now it
0: does, yes. It does. You said now it does? Mm. What didn't make sense before now?
5: Um, because I was living in my mind, so everything that I saw was just the interpretations of Satan. So, of course, Satan, he don't understand light, so I couldn't understand my life, nor see my life. But now when I just become present and stay still, sometimes talk myself through certain things, resist the thoughts, it makes perfect, perfect sense to me. Amazing.
0: And this your first time here, right? Yes. What's your first name? Nathia. What? Nathia. Nathia? Nathia. Oh, Nathia? I yes. thought you said Nathia. Both. Both. <laughs> Welcome. Thank uh, you. How did you find us?
5: YouTube.
0: Any questions about anything?
5: No questions.
0: Good. You're doing a silent prayer? Yes. You went and forgave? Mm
5: hmm.
0: And how did that go when you went to your mother?
5: <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I did it twice because I did one over the phone and one in person. All right. And. Uh, Instantly she just walked away, then she came back and said, what are you talking about? I did this because I told my mom I forgave her for being a whore. I just basically copied what you said because it was true. She was a whore? Yeah. Oh, okay. And I told her that and um, she couldn't believe it. She was like, men um, in denial, stuff like that. She said, uh, I forgive you. Stuff like that, and I just walked away because I, I saw Satan. So
0: right. I knew nice.
5: what to do, what not to do in that situation.
0: Nice, amazing. Mm-hmm. How about your father?
5: My father, he was—he reacted the same way, like my mom a little bit. In that, um, he said, "I took care of you. I did this. And blah blah blah." But he was weak, and so that's why I was trying to ex- yeah. explain. You know, he wasn't there to stop it. You know.
0: Right on. Amazing. There's nothing like forgiveness.
5: Yes. Yeah. Not well, even with other people, but also with yourself. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You can't judge. Period.
5: Right. So yeah. I can be like a alcoholic, so to say, but if I don't judge myself in that, eventually I will move away from that.
0: One hundred percent. Yeah. Because if you're not judging yourself. It's not who you are anyway. It's just something you're doing right. to try to make yourself feel better because you've been turned away. From the father.
5: Right, and I feel free actually knowing that. Like I can be an alcoholic as long as I don't judge myself. Yes.
0: On I'm staying nice. So, it's interesting, you can feel free from that even though you still you, you, you maybe do still doing it. But when you thought it was you, it felt like enslavement. You yeah. felt judged. It, it,
5: it's crazy.
0: Right. Yeah. That's deep. That's deep. Amazing. <laughs> no. um, yes, Frankie. Does your life. I mean, what's your question? Does your life make sense? What?
4: <laughs>
0: I know, when I ask you, you don't say anything. <laughs> does your life make sense?
13: It, it doesn't make sense. Uh, it does not, you say? No. And what doesn't make sense about it? So, uh, things that I kind of desire or want, uh, my plans, they don't go the way i think, you know. Don't don't go the way i plan and only in uh, only when i'm looking back to me does it look like oh, okay, it's supposed to be that way. Um, so it looks it looks like it makes sense when i'm looking back in in my life looking at situations and it, you know, things that happened with my parents. When you look back, you say it makes sense. Yeah. It, looks, it, looks, it makes sense. I can see, oh, okay. But that's today,
0: why now that you're waiting, it doesn't make sense?
13: Well, it, the future doesn't make sense to me. Okay, I plan on doing this, and it goes back, backwards, or it's a bad idea, and it doesn't make sense, you know? Um, when I look back, I said, oh, okay, I needed to learn from that experience. I needed to learn the, the problems I was having. It made me stronger, so that was good for me. And so now it makes sense. But at the time it was chaos. You know, stress, stressful things in life, financial
0: situations. Is it possible to learn from experience? If you're from blessed. Going through
13: if you're blessed, those it, people that are is wise. Is it possible
0: to learn through going through experience? We have yeah. things happen in your life. Is it possible to learn from that?
13: Yeah.
0: And how do you learn from that? Uh,
13: you mean that at, in the moment? No, how do you learn from that experience? How, um, see that I burned my hand on the stove, and that's not good to burn my hand on the stove. And right? so if you see? learn
0: from it, why you put your head back on the stove? I, again. Didn't,
13: I guess I didn't learn that lesson good And enough.
0: then you put it on again. Yeah. And so how do you learn from experience if you keep repeating? So what? Not overreacting. Not overreacting. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Amazing. Some things you have to kind of go through. That's an interesting question. I don't know anyone on earth who ever learned from a, what they experienced. It might be possible. I just don't know the one that's ever done that. But I hear that you should learn from what you experience. But no one seems to learn. It just repeats it over again.
13: And then but there are some things that, interesting. Were, that I've gone through. And then I've had the pain. And then that thing was, t- was taken out of me. It you know, was taken away from me. So that was like, it wasn't me that took it away. You know, God took that that thing away from me. And so, so in,
0: I, in short, what makes sense in your life?
13: I said that if, when I look back at my experiences. So your past makes sense? It looks, some things make sense. Oh, okay, why, why did I have to suffer going to school? Why did I have to suffer my parents traumatizing oh, okay. me, right? I said, uh-huh. why? You know, uh, and, and what it did to me, it, it made me worse. Okay. And so, yeah. This young man wanna
0: with the glasses, here. Yes, sir. Does your life make sense? Yes. And what makes sense about your life? I think it makes sense because I'm
8: at peace with it.
0: You're at peace with it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Amazing. And
8: I can't do anything about it anyway.
0: <laughs> That's right. Okay, the young lady want to respond. Does your life make sense?
2: Uh, when I first heard the question, I said yes, but now that I'm thinking more about it, I don't know. You don't know? No, I don't I don't know. Oh,
0: okay. Amazing. Um,
13: yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, ma'am. Does your life make sense? I don't know. You don't know if it N- makes sense or no, not? No,
5: because everything feels like it, it should be the way that it is. Um, I don't really question it necessarily. Like um, the the body just does, and whatever it is, it just is that way.
0: Okay. <laughs> I don't know. So, you don't know if it makes sense? I don't know. Okay. Um, Sean, I want the last word on this, and then I have one more question. Does your life make sense?
9: Yes, it does. Um, my first reaction when I first heard it was no, but then when I started thinking about it, I, I came to the cl- conclusion that it does. And it seems to, um, make, I can see clearly that it makes sense, especially in moments where it's not going my way. You know, when, when my life isn't going my way and my ends aren't being met, my, des- my desires and my plans aren't being met, and things are just coming at me and plans change, it seems to make sense even more in those moments for me. Um, I can see it, you know, clearer in those moments for for, for some reason, but um, yeah, it does.
0: So, what makes sense about your life is what?
9: It makes sense that, um, you know, at, at times when it's not going my way and I feel like it doesn't make sense, it makes sense to me that, that, that that's what the case would be, that, it, that, it, that I would feel like it wouldn't make sense. Okay. But, but I know it does, even though uh, I don't feel like that sometimes.
0: Oh, okay. Amazing. Yeah, thank you, Baby. Does your life makes sense. Um, yeah, I'm,
8: I think I'm on the intellectually kind of you understanding calling this one. you call ankle baby? No. Oh. <laughs> Only when she's mad. <laughs> Only when she's
0: mad at me. I wonder when she's mad. Okay. Uh, Go ahead.
8: Um, yeah, it makes sense. Like when I think about it, uh, even things that you would think is hard to make sense of, like someone lying or betraying you or, or maybe the way you act in certain situations yourself i'm like i see that in my life and i almost see it from a bird's eye view i'm like yeah like i could totally see my the part i played the part they played the part like i can see it i can almost see it all it feels like that so okay makes sense but yet i'm on like a there's the parts of my life that don't make sense amazing that's where
0: i'm at okay um you mentioned that train situation in new york with that black boy kill or whatever mm-hmm. there's so much more information coming out about that story too and these people have already taken side they already protest they already doing it and they don't even know the whole story they won't even wait the mind won't let you wait and see it's just crazy how many of you heard the story that Jesus died and rose again you heard about jesus dying mm-hmm. everybody heard it there oh okay uh, I'll go here did jesus die first or did he Rise first he died first,
6: uh, no, 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 let me back to you. He, yes, he, he died first, and then he rose, and then he rose, and why do you say that because uh, that's, that's from what I've read in the Bible to my <laughs> <laughs> and from what I believe as well
0: and what does that mean to you that he died you say he died first and then he rose, right Yes, and what does that mean to you
6: um, well. Wow, when you ask me that, I'm like not putting it that into effect. I really, I'm trying to answer from the heart here to see. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I I don't have the, probably the exact, like the real absolute like answers. My, I just, I, my faith is just absolutely invested in it to know that he did die for my sins. Hopefully I'm, I, I can't answer your question. Uh, I don't, I don't really have an exact answer. He just, his, his, res, I don't know what, I don't really have words for, like, what that means when he, like, rose. I guess just as opposed to other people that have other beliefs in, in people who are just men who just who just died, who are not alive, where Jesus is alive. He is
0: Before, right now, did you think that you totally understood that?
6: Uh, it's probably not going to be in an instant, but it's something that I'm going to now start with. like...
0: I know, but beforehand, on. all your life, you, you've been aware of that story, Jesus died and rose, Right.
6: In the past, before I was saved in a, in a in a in that kind of comfortable sort of convenient way, like how I was taught in Sunday school or I'm taught through most of my life even if even when I lived a secular life prior to salvation
0: you thought um, you understood it I'm sorry B- were you before today did you think you understood that whole what happened there that he died and rose? did you think you understood what it meant um it's not a test. Relax. No, 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 no. Understand. We're fellowshiping. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> <We're fellowshipping>, yeah. <laughs> uh,
6: no I, 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 I'd say no. I wouldn't understand that that part. What what I do understand is that he did die for our our sins. Him paying the fine, so we wouldn't have to do it. So we wouldn't, you know, and um, that part I don't understand. Really, the that specific part of like, you know, him rising three days later. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm.
0: Before today, did you know you did not understand that?
6: No, I I did not.
0: Did you assume you did understand it?
6: I took it for granted.
0: Yeah, that's the point. We take things for granted. Mm -hmm. We hear something, we can even repeat it, taking for granted that we understand it and we don't. But when we pause and we really think about it, like, I don't really know what that means. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, Yeah. This your first time here? Yes, it is. What's your name, first name? Eric. Eric, welcome, man. Thank you. How did you hear about us?
6: So, uh, I live in Marin County. I drove here. I left here 4 in the morning to get here. Whoa. <laughs> so, and to do other other things as well while I'm in Los Angeles. Well, I came um, back
0: my while now. Yeah. <laughs> I thought um, you just came for the meeting. No.
6: So, I was watching um, like a channels like the Daily Wire and, and other things that are in that algorithm like Devin Gibson and Devin Gibson uh, had put some videos showing you and, and promoting you and, and some clips and uh, you know I took interest in that and, nice. and, and, and uh, you know it, it was just one of those things where I just began to gravitate more and just be a little more fulfilled where you were interviewing people that were coming on. and. And uh, having fellowship here, and uh, it, it was just one of those situations where oh, okay. I had the time to do so, and I, you know, I wanted to come out here and sit in person, um, you know, just to be kind of immersed in the experience of it.
0: Well, welcome. Did you go in for a Your mother?
6: Uh, <laughs> yes, I did. However, there is, and my mom's probably watching this. <laughs> 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 um. <laughs> hey, mom. <laughs>
0: This is your son.
6: <laughs> yes, I, I I have I did forgive my mother. However, as as a, a person who just still, you know, who who instinctively just gets like attacked or like with anger, angry thoughts, and just random even of stuff from the past. Even though they're all forgiven, they, it's weird how it still just comes to me randomly. Like even if it's 20 years ago or 10 years ago or just something, it's. And but now I I have the good graces to take like if, even if I'm at the gym or I'm in public, I'll go into a corner and I'll I will pray about. It. I don't care if there's people around. I don't care. I'm I'm not. They're not judging me. I'm you know I'm, I only worry about what God thinks. So I go in a corner and I say a prayer about taking away any of those thoughts. But to stay on track with the with with your question, yes, I I have uh, forgiven her and I'm always reminding myself that. Uh, any time that I might feel sort of that random sense of feeling kind of instinctively angry from some, like, random thought.
0: What did she say when you went and told her you're sorry for resented her for screwing up your life?
6: Oh, uh, I, would, I wouldn't I say, like, it was something that was vocally. It was something I did in my heart.
0: Oh, you didn't tell her?
6: No, I didn't have, like, a sit-down and what, an actual what a conversation. Beta. So... If that's how you meant it, then... <laughs> you
0: haven't forgiven your mother.
6: I have In my heart, I have.
0: Did God say do it in the heart, or did he say go and forgive? Um,
6: well, I've, I've apologized to her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did God say do it in your heart, or go and forgive her?
6: That, I, I honestly don't know the answer to that.
0: He said before you enter the kingdom, you must go and forgive. He didn't say do it in the heart.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: Are you afraid to face her?
6: No, no. Not. So why have you gone to her then? I just didn't know that that was the way, how it was supposed to be done. That's why
0: you're not free yet. You see her having these anger things come in and blah, blah, blah. Because mm-hmm. you haven't gone to face the devil.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: you got to go and look at her and tell her. Okay. Or do it on Skype or face her. I don't know where she lives.
6: Uh, no, I see her in person. I have a very in-person relationship with her on a a frequent basis.
0: Well, get rid of that about to end. (laughs) 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 You gotta go and face her, and you gotta shake in your boots, and it'll be the last time you ever have to shake again.
6: Mm -hmm. I can move forward with that.
0: You can face her?
6: Yes, I can do that.
0: And just say, hey, I'm sorry for resenting you, for screwing up my life.
6: Yeah, here, let me turn to the camera right now. And see.
0: <laughs> You're safer way over here. Huh? <laughs> and how about your father? Have you forgiven him?
6: Unfortunately, my father passed away, I'd say, oh, about okay. uh, a little over 15 years ago from Parkinson's. So, uh, there, no, that, never had that chance to.
0: Well, forgive him. You know how afraid you are to face your mother? He was afraid of her, too. hmm And that's why he didn't protect you from her. hmm you had the same fear you have about facing her.
6: I, I've always felt that, um, when I look back on my past, that I was the one who, who really needed to apologize. I mean, I, I, you know, I know no one's perfect, I understand that, but I was the one who always needed the, the forgiveness. Why? Uh, well, just looking back on my life, I was, de- I mean, um, there's, I was just a very bad person.
0: <laughs> but you were actually just like your mother. She recreated you, her image, and you just acted her. Perhaps, perhaps. You were, without a doubt. It wasn't you. Mm -hmm. So don't ask her for forgiveness. You forgive her. Mm -hmm. I can do that. Are you doing a silent prayer? No, I'm not. Well, did it suffer? No No wonder you're in the corner praying at the gym.
6: (laughs) I I am doing my prayers. But
0: but God doesn't hear those prayers. Mm -hmm. You're praying to the devil.
6: Can I ask you, when you say, like, silent prayer, like, what is that, like, specifically, as opposed to, like, doing my daily prayers and, and, uh...
0: Um, you, silent prayer means you're sitting still, and you're just observing. You're letting go, and you're watching. You're not in control of anything. God would take care of it all. Okay. Because it's a spiritual battle, and there's nothing you can do. And so when you're doing this other kind of prayer in the corner there, you're just praying to the devil. That's why they're not being answered. Mm-hmm. so uh Nick and, or doug somebody they'll give you the little silent prayer okay and you can pull it up on the youtube channel That'll there great. and and give it a try mm-hmm. all right Certainly. but but you gotta face your mother so that you can God can take her identity away from you
6: okay,
0: and it's not her identity, but it's the devil that's in her
6: mm-hmm.
0: all right? mm-hmm. okay definitely uh, mm-hmm. any other questions about that?
6: Oh, no, I don't have any
0: right now. No. Okay. No. Um, so we were talking about Jesus dying on the cross, right? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, you heard the story of Jesus dying on the cross? Yes. And what did you hear?
3: I heard that he was flogged and then the earth opened up and he died and someone took his body to a tomb
0: and so did he rise first or he died first?
3: I don't think he... It doesn't make sense to me right now, but you may be able to clarify this, that he rose first. So I believe...
0: You say he did rise first?
3: No, I'm, I'm saying it... You, maybe you have more insight that you're going to clarify later. It doesn't make sense to me that he would have risen first.
0: And why doesn't that make sense?
3: Because he was born... Through Mary, and he was walking on the earth until he was 30 something, right? Right. And then he died. Apparently, three days later, the tomb was empty, right? And he was gone. So, I'm assuming that was the point where he rose. Oh, okay. But All I, right. yeah. Are oh, you
0: doubted that now, right now?
3: Oh, I doubt everything.
0: Oh, now. So, you doubted that that might be true?
3: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know anything. <laughs> right here. <laughs>
0: you heard the story before, right?
8: <clears throat> yes, I have.
0: And so you heard he died and then he rose. That's what I heard. And and what does that mean to you when you heard that story? Did he die first or did he rise first?
8: Uh, I think. Or he did he
0: rise <laughs> first and then he died? Which one happened?
8: I, I think he died and then he rose. And what do you mean by that? Well. Kind of in conjunction with what you were just having a conversation about, I think most of my life I heard it, I accepted it, I did the holy hands, and it was just a belief. And then one of the first times I was here, you kind of went into this a little bit about his ego dying for his spirit to rise. That was the first time I'd ever heard anything like that. As it pertains to Jesus. So, you know, like we are, like our ego has to die for us to be born again. I would assume that that would be very similar for Christ.
0: Okay. I can feel I everybody thinking now. What is he about to say?
8: Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, but I, like
0: Danielle well, has said, I don't know. I idea. want you to watch those thoughts. What is he about to say? Did <laughs> Jesus didn't die? What? What? Now? But I, <laughs>
8: to, I mean, if it's written that he rose, I mean, r- risen from what if he didn't right. die? I mean, there's some words there that are kind of one plus one equals two. Oh, okay. But I don't know. Is one and one equal two anymore? I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The young man over there want to respond. Is this your first time here? Yes. Oh, it's your first time. What's your name? Aaron. I'm sorry? Aaron. Alan? Aaron. Aaron. Okay. Um, How did you find us? Uh, One of my friends somewhat follows you. Are you nervous right now? Uh, I wouldn't be the most or biggest public speaker. I'm sorry? Wouldn't be the biggest public speaker. Speaking to it, Mike. Uh, I wouldn't be the most confident public speaker. And wh- how do you know? Well, because I generally don't speak in public. <laughs> 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 uh, but how do you know before it happened that you wouldn't be that? Yeah, because I've done it before. So. Oh. Um, uh, any questions about anything? Um, no, no. I've, follow most of it so did you hear that jesus died and rose again that'd be my interpretation of it yeah and where are you from ireland where Ar- ireland oh really yeah nice uh and w- what did you hear happened with Je- about that story He got crucified
9: got brought to a tomb
0: and three days later was resurrected okay and you believe and you heard he died and then he rose yeah. Or did he rise and then he died? He said, died and then rose. Okay. And that means what to you? don't know. I've never fully thought into it. You never thought about it? No, never. I okay. no, just accepted it. Oh, okay. You just accepted it, huh? Well, it's easier not to think about most things, it makes, <laughs> makes everything <laughs> simpler. That's yeah. right. Amazing. Uh, hate, want to respond. Oh, and then I come to you. I hate a little homegrown Bible thumper. So, hey, you heard the story that Jesus died and rose? Yeah. And then he died and rose again, or, or was it the other way around?
2: <laughs> uh, I mean, <clears throat> I always understood it that he died and then rose again.
0: And are you doubting that now? just
2: because of the the fact that you're asking the question well it's not that I doubt that but maybe in another sense he rose I remember he said that the son of man must be lifted up and they said that in part that that meant at least that that meant that he was lifted up on the cross what? That he was lifted li- literally lifted up on the cross, he said the Son of man must be lifted up first, meaning oh. he must be lifted up on the cross oh okay, so, so maybe he rose and then died and then rose
0: <laughs> 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 what makes you what, what's making you second guess it now I mean had you ever thought about this before
2: it's not that i 'm second guessing it it's just that i'm 'm second guessing the other meanings that may not that may, that may have missed.
0: Have you ever thought about that no. whole thing before? It,
2: only only where the Bible says that he said the Son of Man must be lifted up. That sounds like it has more meaning than merely just being put up on the cross. Right. That's the only thing that I had questioned. Oh, okay. But no, I hadn't really asked inwardly about this.
0: Oh, okay. And why not?
2: I hadn't thought of, maybe. Well, I'm. I don't tend to think on spiritual things like you
0: have, have, want us to be doing. And hey, why not? <laughs> <laughs> it's not my one. God said, <laughs> no, take on these things. I, right, I know, He said that. Right. <laughs> 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 oh, man. What a mess. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <The> next person.
8: <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: Oh, God.
2: But yeah, it's like I get caught up in like the n- normal day-to-day shallow stuff.
0: That mean life. more to you?
2: Uh, yeah, in the sense that, that I just don't pause. I guess I don't pause long enough for that other, like the maybe the more real or deeper stuff to catch up with me.
0: Oh Okay. And so the outer shallow stuff mean more to you? <laughs>
2: that sounds that sounds mean to for me to say yes to, <laughs>
0: but yeah. <laughs> okay, yes, Raymond. Then we're coming over here. You heard that story before that Jesus died and rose. I have. And what does it mean to you?
11: Did it, he die first or did he rise first? He had to die first in order to rise. And why is that? It's the only way he can, he can save us from our sins. We oh. can't do that for our, ourselves. So, oh, okay. uh, since we're conceived, uh, conceived in sin. And what does all that mean? Has that helped you knowing that? Uh, yes, it does.
0: How does it help you?
11: It, helps, it helped me because <clears throat> it, 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 gave, uh, it gave me a connect, true connection, the true way toward Jesus Christ.
0: And, and so have you found that way?
11: Uh, yes, I have.
0: Oh, okay. Amazing. Uh, you had your hand in the end here. So you heard the story of Jesus dying and rising again? Yeah, I heard it before. And, and what does that, which came
4: first, the death or the rising? Um, I'm going to go, I, I'm coming from a different angle. I think he rose first, then he was crucified, then he rose again. And the reason I say that is... When I was going, when I was a kid, and they were taking me to Catholic church all the time, they always said the same thing in Catholic church. On the third day, he rose again in fulfillment of the scriptures. I had to say that probably a thousand times growing up.
0: So you said that he, he um, You said you think what now? He died I think he first? rose
4: first, like he he rise first. Right? How did he rise first? Okay, so. Um, <laughs> The reason I say he rises first is because, again, I will say I repeated that line all the time in Catholic school. So they
0: taught you in Catholic school that he rose first? When we're in
4: Mass, in Catholic Mass, there's a whole section when they're talking about the crucifixion where they say um, he suffered, died, and was buried. On the third day, he rose again.
0: And I'm going to tell you why. Did they say in Catholic they taught you he rose first?
4: Well, I would say that line over, so they taught me to say that line, but I know why I think he rose first. But that line doesn't
0: say that. How about you? Just for information only, did the Catholic Church teach you that Jesus rose first?
4: I can't remember that young. I just remember saying that line, but I know why I think he rose first, and this is what it is. Why do you think he rose first? I mean, he had to, the way I understand the crucifixion, right, the sacrifice that, and all the things that come with it, right, the salvation and all that. We know that part. I think he had to rise to prominence as man or in the form of man in order to then be willing to lose all of that. Right. He was a to many. He was a he was a rock star. You know, he was a king.
0: Oh, so you, the first death. I mean, the first thing you said that he rose to prominence.
4: He had to rise within the ego. He had to become known to all the people. He had to become that rock star kind of famous person okay. in the era. And then and that's what it
0: means to you that he rose. First. Yes,
4: that's the first rise.
0: And then you say he died. And
4: then he had to fulfill the, you know, his father's plan to lo- like to give all that up on the cross and die. And there's even the moment of contemplation, like, you know, do, I don't know the actual word in the Bible, but when he's like, you know, Father, do I have to like really go through with this? And God's kind of like, hey, you knew the deal from the start. You got to go through all this. You're going to be the son of man. And then you're going to lose it all to fulfill the prophecy so that other people will have a path back to me.
0: So, so, so number one, he rose in prominence. Yes. And then number two, he, you say he died on the cross.
4: Yeah, he had right? to give all that up.
0: And then, and then how did he rise again?
4: Well, then he rose, for, he conquered death in hell and he rose to the right hand of the Father. So that's, the, that's, the, um, that's like the prophecy, right? And what we read in the Bible that he rose, he went into the tomb, and he went okay, into hell. So and you're he saying conquered he died death. twice. Right? I'm saying that he died an ego death when he had to let go of his worldly fame. Cause well, just, so, to, just
0: to be clear, you're saying he died twice. Yes. To, when he had the to star, laid it out on the cross. And then he rose,
4: He right? died of the, of the ego, and then he died of the physical body. And then he conquered death physically because he had no ego in it. And that was part of the prophecy that gave us the path back. And,
0: okay. So and then I got I gotta, gotta, to totally. gotta read these scriptures. Uh, so you're saying he died once, and then he rose, and then he died again. He was born, and he rose to prominence. I've never heard that before. He,
4: bo- he was born, he rose to prominence. He had to give it all up when he died on the cross to give us the path okay. back.
0: Okay. Yes, yeah, right here, real fast. And then I wanted you all to get your little scriptures together. We got to read them. So, you heard the story before, I know you went the to Catholics too.
13: I did. No so, did
0: the Catholic teach you he
13: died twice? No. I, I wasn't there on that day. No. <laughs>
0: oh, that's. Because no. I don't know. I, no. I don't know what the Catholic teach. I learned a lot about him. So.
13: He died once. He died once. And so, so, did he die first or did he rise first? He died and then he, rise, he rose. And then, what does that mean? He died. It means that uh, he gave his life. He sacrificed his life. He, he, uh, um, he, he went through the torture, you know, the passion of the Christ, and uh, he was tortured. You're talking about a movie, man. What and, the? I watched the movie, and, I mean, you, you got to see it. <laughs> I know. And so I and was so, raised that so way. So you're saying yeah. that he died first, Yes. and then he rose. Yes. And what does it mean he rose? It means that. Uh, to you that he became alive again, uh, like me, flesh and blood. You know, he became alive. After he died, yes. he became like you? No. <laughs> he became alive, he, you know, he, he, he got his life back. It was, uh, um, up until then, you died and you went somewhere, and I don't know where, but, you know, I believe. But before
0: today, did you think
13: you knew where he went? I don't know where he, he went to heaven. He went to You're heaven. not sure though? He, yeah, well, I wasn't there, but he, he died. <laughs> have, have you ever guessed, died. second guessed this before, if he went to heaven or not? He died, then he went to uh, hell, and because the hell couldn't hold him there. And then he um, rose and went where? After three days, he rose to the right hand of the Father.
0: Okay, so he did go to heaven?
13: Yeah. He seated sure? He's seated at the right hand of the Father in heaven. This is an interesting question. I didn't know yeah. I was going to bring all this. I mean, I've not seen that. I'm not, I haven't been there. But you, before today, you thought you knew it, all right? I I know that. I, I was raised thinking that.
0: So. No, I said before today, you thought you understood the whole death and rise of Christ thing, right? I do understand it. But now you're not sure if he went to heaven. I am sure he went to heaven. Oh. Positive. Give me a drink. <laughs> I thought you said you, he went somewhere, but you're just not sure.
13: He went to be seated at the right hand of the Father.
0: Okay. Amazing. So let's do this. Oh, you want to respond to that? Sure. Okay. So you heard this story before? Yes. You heard that Christ died. Yes. And then he rose. Mm-hmm. Which came first, the resurrection or the death?
10: Um, I just, I'll answer your question. I just remember you telling us once on the show that there's two times in life that you die <laughs> once is of the ego, and then your physical death. Right. And so based off that, um, and based off of what I believe, I believe that he rose first. You believe he rose first? Yeah. Before he died? The physical death, correct.
0: What's the physical death? The physical death. Oh, the physical death. Yes. So you believe he rose before he did the physical death? Correct. And why do you believe that?
10: Um, It's probably the um, Bible-thumping intellectual side of me, but... um, You know, just as this gentleman, the black hat over here, said, um, Jesus could have said, no, Roman government, I'm not the son of God. And he he didn't have to die. He knew this was something that he had to do. I know, but he
0: did. So you believe he rose first before he died. Right. And why do you believe that?
10: Um, Because of what we talked about, how there's the ego death first.
0: Um, especially oh, so,
10: when he spent 40 days and 40 nights. So
0: he himself. died of the ego first?
10: Yes. That meant, so he died first? Oh, well, I guess... No, that, I'm asking. Um, <clears throat> I guess, the, yeah, the ego death, but we're talking about the physical death, right? We're all talking about the body in the tomb, rolling away the tomb, then his spirit rises right. to heaven, right? And uh, I guess I'm going a little bit more deeper, like I said, Bible-thumping. Okay. But I remember you once saying there's two times in life to die: once of your ego and then once of the physical body. Okay. And if the first one's the ego, then I would say that that's the the rising.
0: All right. Amazing. Yes. Yeah, so one more. Then I got to read the scriptures. Isn't it interesting that we have this long discussion about it, whereas before you just thought you knew already, and now you're second guessing it. What a mess! So you heard? You had your hair, right?
7: Yeah, yes sir. Okay,
0: um, so you heard this story before?
7: Yes, and from what I've heard and read, he was murdered by the the Romans cuz the Jews made the Romans murder him. So he was he was tortured and uh and the, he knew he was going to do that because he was sacrificing himself for for us. He what happened was he took the sin of all man and was judged and and then when he did that because he's never he never sinned he uh, he felt the absence of his father and that's what made him cry out and uh, he died spiritually and that's what killed him that's what the, that was the reason of death for his physical death so he died first and then he rose uh, so
0: he died a physical death first he
7: died I, I, I believe he, I feel like he died spiritually first like
0: and do why do you, like, you feel he that he died spiritually yeah, he fought, first
7: uh, he lost. Um, he didn't have a connection with his father after he took on the sin and then uh, he, rose, he rose three days later and uh, and then he was, he was um, brought up to, to heaven to be sitting at the right hand of his father.
0: Has it helped you in life to believe that?
7: Yes. In what way? Um, that we're not born um, into a cursed generation to where we have no chance of getting to heaven or, or getting to the Father, because being a Gentile, that's how it was for us until he did that At, for and us.
0: How long have you known that?
7: Um, I thought I knew it my whole life since I was a kid, but I didn't really gr- grasp it, and I still don't fully grasp it. I don't think any human will ever grasp the, that spiritual side of us because we can't see it right now. But
0: And so are you still living a cursed life?
7: No. You're you not cursing No, anymore? no, I've... I've um, I've been born again. And
0: okay.
7: So I'm Amazing. I'm like spiritually awakened, and it's uh, I'm at perfect peace.
0: All right. So let's do this. Uh, who's reading Matthew twenty four forty two? You. Okay.
1: Watch, therefore, ye know not what hour your Lord doth come.
0: <laughs> Repeat that. I'm sorry.
1: Watch, therefore ye know not what hour your Lord doth come.
0: Okay. And who's reading Luke 17:20- 21? Okay?
7: Sorry, the one day I didn't bring my Bible.: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And when he, de- he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, the kingdom of God cometh not with observation, neither shall they lo here or lo there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you.
0: Okay. Uh, John five twenty five.
3: Okay, so um, the heading says two resurrections. So that's super interesting. But Mm. anyway, it says, Truly, truly, I say to you, a time is coming and even now has arrived when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live.
0: Okay. And repeat that again. That's so good. Repeat that again. Truly,
3: truly, I say to you, a time is coming and... Even now has arrived when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will live.
0: Okay. Amazing. Uh, Acts
8: 14:13. The priest of Zeus, whose temple was just outside the city, brought bulls and wreaths to the, gates, to the city gates because he and the crowd wanted to offer sacrifices to them.
0: That's at uh, fourteen, thirteen. Yeah. Okay.
8: The NIV ver- the new international version.
0: Oh. I don't know. They totally to, changed that.
8: What, should I look it up somewhere else? Yeah. Well. Okay, standby. we'll come back.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the last one is Roman Romans eight nineteen. Romans eight nineteen.
6: Yeah. Okay. And I'm reading from the King James version. For the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of god
0: well, what's that from from what
6: Romans 8:19 for the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of god oh okay for creation oh i'm sorry it had it written differently here
0: mm-hmm. oh, it's, oh it wrote it differently there
6: yeah i'm just reading what
0: was... oh let me read what you have raymond Act 15, because you're right, different Bibles, these Bibles have been changed so much, oh, yeah. and no wonder everybody's so confused. Uh,
11: what do you want me to read, Act, Act 15? 14,
0: no, 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 Romans eight nineteen.
11: Okay, it says here, for the earnest expectation of the creation, eagerly await for the revealing of the sons of God.
0: Nice. James, do you have uh, that Jewish, that uh, Catholic Bible? If you do, I want you to read. What would you, you had Acts, right? Yeah, I have Acts okay.
8: 14, 13, and the, the Re- James. Okay,
0: let me hear what that say? It's not too different.
2: Okay. Yeah, it talks about Zeus. You may have written it down wrong, maybe.
8: Anyway. This one says uh, Then the priest of Jupiter, which was before their city, brought oxen and garlands unto the gates and would have done sacrifice with the people.
0: That's Acts fourteen, thirteen. Yeah. Oh, man
8: is, okay. is that, like, so off so what? The mark? No, no. Oh.
0: <laughs> it, What do you say, James? Jade had that uh, Catholic Bible, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Acts fourteen
1: thirteen
2: in the Catholic Bible. When the apostles Barnabas, oh, no, the priests of Zeus outside the gate proposing that all the people should offer sacrifices with them, brought garlanded oxen to the gates.
0: Okay. Maybe Um, it was...
2: Was that what you were looking for?
0: No. But it's fine. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. Um, So I want to read this to you. So I read that last night in the Word. kind of going over. Because I've been wondering... um, I've been wondering, I'm doing, doing a lot of counseling and I noticed that a lot of people are waking up first. They're going and forgiving and they're starting to see things clear. All of a sudden like, I'm free, I can see now, I can forgive. But yeah, the ego still exists and they uh, still do things that they wish they didn't do or couldn't do or wouldn't do, right? But yet, they know that something changed. They woke up. And so I, I've been wondering like, and then you hear all the people who have intellectually woke up, they're still immersed with their devil nature, thinking that it's them, and not believing that you could wake up first, that your heart can change. And then you start to overcome the, the ego nature. And I, want, and I wonder, why is that? Why do they think that? Because I know for me, God woke me up first. I didn't even know I was asleep, right? And he caused me to see that I needed to forgive. My troubles were coming from unforgiveness. Because I used to go to different churches. I prayed. I gave offering. I spoke in tongues. I worked on different committees. I did everything the preachers they do. But nothing was working, and it wasn't until I asked him to let me see myself. He allowed me to see, not devices or anything, but he allowed me to see I needed to forgive. That my heart was evil because my heart was judging. and anger toward my parents, so I went and forgave. And from that point forward, I've been able to see. And so then other things started to, he started to change other things because he started to fight the devil for me, which I didn't know was going to happen. And I want to say to you that no matter what anyone say, once you forgive, when you truly see that you're wrong for hating, you will wake up, and then he'll start to fight the battle for you, right? And those, those words are telling us that his disciples said to him, when will the dead be at rest? When will the dead be at rest? When will the new world come? When will the new world come? When will the dead be at rest? And he said to, he answered them, and and the new world, I've been thinking all along, it's been like, it meant when I go to heaven or something else is when the new world is coming, right? I didn't realize the new world was already here inside of me. I didn't know that. But he answered them, what you are waiting for has already come, but you do not see it. What you're waiting for has already come, but you do not see it. Meaning that there are Christians literally waiting for Christ to come down in the cloud <laughs> and take them up. And, and they're going to be out in the cotton field. Some of them are going to be at home washing dishes, and Christ is going to come down in the cloud. But what they don't know is that he has already done all that. He's already returned. But he returned to the new world that is in us. It's in us. And we got to live there. we got to see that. And the reason you don't see it is because you're living in the darkness of your imagination you still believe the lie that comes from the devil, right? And so when Christ died, he 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 was risen first. Then he died. He was risen by being able to see from within. God allowed him to see so that he could deal with the darkness. And sin is the rising, and the death is the ego dying. So on the cross, the ego died. And the and read that's so interesting to me because the people who are waking up, they, they still fighting with the ego. They cry about the ego. They say, the ego, made me, I'm just in pain. I can't help it. But what they don't know is that that's the death that Christ is talking about. It's the death of the ego. Playing God. All your little vices would disappear. It's dying away because that's the nature of the devil. But you have already risen when you forgave, truly sorry, not interle- intellectual forgiveness is not forgiveness. It's not forgiveness. Because it's, Satan is so busy, you can easily learn about forgiveness and go and tell mom, I'm sorry and, and not forgive. You got to see that you're wrong for resenting, for playing God. And then you will rise. And when you rise, the light of God will destroy the ego nature, the abnormal nature, which is of the devil, which is not for you. I mean, of you. That's what I say. Don't worry about being an alcoholic and all that. You know, try not to drink and get drunk. But if you do, don't judge yourself for it. Because that's just the ego nature of, of the devil that you've been living in thinking that it was you. And it will die. But you got to rise first by forgiving, and then you would die. But they've been, we've been taught all wrong, so we've been trying to make something happen that we've been taught. We've been told that, well, he died first. and We, we never really understood what it meant to die. And, and then he rose, but he rose first. And God gave him the power to dis- for the ego to die, to destroy the ego. And the same pain that you're having when you wake up, once you forgive, his pain was greater than that because he took it all on, really took it all, right? Nobody had taken on any. But because he took it on for us, it's not as painful as we think that it is. If you know, knew for sure that it wasn't you that was dying, you would die just like that. But you still, because it's so painful in here, the thoughts are so overwhelming at times, you still believe that it's you. But it's not you. You must rise first and then you shall die. And you'll live forever. You are When you forgive you have risen. But risen is not what? Going up to heaven. You're living it right here on earth. The kingdom has already come. The Christ has already come. He already dwells in us. And, and don't make yourself see this just because I said it. But Want to see it, welcome the truth to come and show you, let it come and show you, it'll blow your mind. And you'll be free. You, you'll just, you'll get, you, you will get so far away from thinking that it doesn't even exist and the world can't touch you. If you want real power, power is in forgiveness, not in anger. Anger is not a virtue. And people are treating anger today as though it's a virtue. I I I need the anger to defend myself, they say. I need anger for this or that. You can't live. All human beings have it, they say. They need, it, but you don't. That is the nature of the devil and that must must die, but that's not gonna die until you have the spirit of the father to kill it. The devil is no competition for God. God doesn't even worry about the devil. He doesn't argue with him. He doesn't fight with him. If you let him, he will just wipe him out, because he's a weak, beta guy, spirit. <laughs> he, he roamed as though he has advice. I mean he has strength, but he really don't. And he made you believe that he has it. That's why you cry over your little pain and thoughts because you think it's real, you think it's a power, but it has, it's a lie. So go and forgive. I don't care what anyone says, you forgive. Don't ask anyone for forgiveness. You apologize for playing God. Be still and know and watch you. Watch those stars. Have that quiet time so you can see those things. And I'm telling you as a witness, it will happen. But you got to rise first by forgiving, meaning that the light has to come on so that you can see. Isn't that Amazing. It's already here. He said, the disciples said, you know, when you get time, read those scriptures over again in your quiet time, all right? And uh, he, his disciples said to him, Where, when will the dead be at rest? When will the new world come? He answered them, what you are waiting for has already come but you do not see it. It's already come, but you don't see it. And you notice what it was like when you first woke up spiritually, not intellectually? There was like a freedom there, right? You knew there was a freedom, but then you tripped out over the death of the ego because you didn't realize that that's what was going on. So relax and let the ego die. God is already with us. The kingdom of heaven is already at hand. It's already in us the new world. You don't need to wait for the new world. A, there was a guy at the gate and he couldn't walk. Remember that story? And and when he when Christ saw him, Christ noticed that he had amazing faith. He believed that the man believed that if he can only see Christ, he could walk. Right? And so Christ went over to him, and he asked the man, what do you want? And the man said, I want to walk. I haven't been able to walk in years. And he said, get up and walk. Because the man could already see Christ, but he was identified with the non-walking thing. He didn't know he could have just gotten up and walked then, because he identified with the ego that told him that he could not walk. But because he believed already, he could have walked. And that's how you with the ego. Because you awaken now, you can let the ego just die and just live your life. Any questions about that in a disagreement, not understanding, it doesn't make sense. Did that make sense to anyone? It made sense. Uh-huh. It made sense. It made sense? What kind of sense did it make to you? Did y'all lay it in the back? Oh, that's fine.
1: Um, that when he died for our sins, that's when his ego died. Yes.
0: And when you were able to see and knew, and when it forgave, that's when you rose. And now the ego is dying. Yes. You're already risen with the Christ. But the devil makes you think that you're not. And you and other people who are blind will make you think that, too. Because all they've done is learn what somebody taught them. They are not able to see for themselves what's really going on. So they're still struggling through life, believing that they're the, the nature of the devil, and they're not. How is your life going right now?
1: Chaos.
0: Chaos. <laughs> and can you give me an example? Without getting too personal
1: legal issues.
0: Oh, I see. Okay. We're relaxed through that, too. Don't overreact to it. All right. Whatever it might be, do not overreact to it. Okay. Okay. If Christ had not risen first, he would not have been able to deal with the death. It was the strength of God, the Father, that caused him to go through the death.
13: Yes. So uh, I learned this this week uh, talking about hate, hating, hating your brother. Um, uh, this is uh, Deuteronomy 23, and that God tells the Jews not to hate the Egyptians. The Egyptians threw the babies, their firstborn, they killed their firstborn, and threw the babies in the, to the <laughs> Nile River. Um, with, with all that, they were enslaved. God still tells the Egyptians, I mean, tells the, the Jews, don't hate them. He says, don't hate them for the, your brother. Um, he says, you shall, um, lo- though that you, you loathe the Egyptian, for he is your brother, um, you shall not cast hatred on the Egyptian because you were a stranger in the land. And so, uh, just like the blacks hate, they should not hate. People should not hate because, I mean, even God tells specifically, do not hate for your brother.
0: And the primary reason that we cannot hate and judge, because we are truly judging ourselves. We're judging sons and daughters of God. Because all this mess that you're into, this false identity, is not your identity. It's not you. And so... Above that, you are judging the, crea- the, the person that God created, the creation of God. But you think you're judging that person because you don't see what's going on with you. And in that way, you can't see what's driving that person. You don't know that that person's been driven by evil. You think it's them because you didn't see what was driving you. But that's not the person. It's not you and it's not them. In the same manner that something will make you do what you didn't want to do, likewise, it's happening to every human being until they overcome. And that's why you can't judge. You are truly judging the image of God. And that's why what you're doing to others is happening to you. You can't judge. You must forgive. Love your enemy. They can't help it. Yes,
3: ma'am. I'm just going to say that um, what I like about uh, your questions is that it really is causing me to think a lot more spiritually. Yes. Because as as Troy was explaining his thoughts on this, I, I it was right. I, it resonated with me the way he explained it. I was thinking so literal, like dying physically, rising, and I think that my For me, what I what I seek is for my understanding to be opened up more. And I and I assume while I'm think well, I'm asking you, silent prayer is the path toward that. I I would think.
0: Because when it does it causes you to slow down and so that the truth can catch up with you. It's like we should be thinking spiritually and not physically. Christ was a spirit. The physical things will be taken care of. That does say all oh, his little needs are met. He got the money. He got the place to live. He got the job. He All oh, the needs are met. He told you don't worry about those things. They're going to be met anyway. But it's the spirit that we need to be thinking of. We need to think spiritually and not physically. And, uh, uh, and most people don't do that. They can't see spiritually. That's why they always. When you ask questions, and I notice that every time I ask questions, most of the responders, not all, but most, they respond about the physical and not the spirit because they can't see. It doesn't mean they won't. Stay with it, stay with it, stay with it, and you will be able to see because when you stay with it, you're saying, I want to know. I want to understand. And understanding will come. It really will come. It's like what this young man was saying. It's not, he mentioned earlier, it's not physical. We don't think. You got to start thinking spiritually. Because we are a spirit created in the image of God. We're not, and we just live in a physical body. Like we're in this building now. We're not the building. When you die, I mean, when you leave here, this building going to stay here until it fall apart. Or somebody tear it down. And when you drop your body, the body will be destroyed, go back to the dust, but you still live spiritually. So think spiritually and not. And you can't, you can't make yourself think spiritually. Because if you try to make yourself think spiritually, then you're of the devil. It's the devil giving you these, trying to make you think you're thinking spiritually. Because in, in thinking spiritually, there is no thinking. You cannot think spiritually. You're only thinking intellectually, which is physical. Isn't that amazing? And I say that because some people go out and they'll try to make themselves think spiritually, and then Satan will tell them, oh, you're thinking spiritually now. And they'll believe it because they don't know for sure that all thoughts are all lies all the time about anything. And you're already free. You just can't see that you're free. That's why I said let the devil, uh, don't argue with the devil ever, ever, ever in your mind or outside of you, inside of others. Never argue with the devil and see what you feel about it. If you're feeling something about it, that means it's something you need to overcome. It's not that person's fault that, you, that uh, you're feeling something about it because if it wasn't in you, you wouldn't be feeling anything about it nothing at all in god there is no feeling well i'm going to tell you all this but there is no feeling y'all ain't got enough to deal with right now <laughs> yes sir sure
9: so when you go and forgive your parents for example and you apologize for resenting them and, and judging them um I just want to know if I'm, like, thinking about this in the right way, because if, if you're, you're not necessarily apologizing to them, you're just declaring that you're recognizing that you're wrong. You're confessing if you, your sin. Because if you were, you're confessing your sin yeah. in a public way, because if you were apologizing to them, it would be like looking for forgiveness right. from them, yes. which, you're not, which you're not doing. And that was a, I guess that was a, you know, small miscommunication that happened when, when I went and forgave. And um, and so so the the way I'm starting to think about it now is that it's 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 more of a uh, a, a, a declaration, you know, before them, before God, that you are recognizing that you're wrong, and not necessarily um, I apologize to you. It's just I I, I apologize.
0: Yeah. To you add know? to that, um, I can honestly tell you that I didn't know that I resented. I knew I had anger, but I didn't know about all the resentment and blah blah blah. stuff. you know, I was like everybody else. I just kinda of thought it was sure, you know, that's the way it was. But then when I ask, ask God to let me <laughs> when I ask God to let me see myself because nothing was working. Going to church didn't work. Praying out loud didn't work. Praying in tongues didn't work. Nothing was working. I still had the conflict, but I, at the time, I still didn't know I couldn't see. I didn't know I still wasn't free. And then I was, and I, at that time, I was dealing with a lot of women. I was a uh, sleep maker, and but I couldn't deal with them. You know, they got mad. I had to go. <laughs> Or, or I would appease them in some kind of way. Go and buy something, or go saucer dancing, or doing something, you know. And um, fear? I'm sorry? Because of the fear? Because I couldn't deal with her if she got mad. Right. And so I was trying to make her comfortable so I could be comfortable with her. Mm-hmm. And it was because of the fear. Absolutely because of the fear. Mm-hmm. And so I was going to church doing all that stuff. And I finally asked God, you know what, this ain't working. I still feel this way on the other side. And at the time, I didn't think of my life as being uh, what was, what's the biblical question? <laughs>
4: Does your life make sense?
0: My life did not make sense. Because I had read all my life and I heard that if you believe in God, you're supposed to have peace. I had no peace. I heard that if you believe in God, you could be free on earth. I had no freedom. I heard that if you believe in God, you will have no fear. I had fear. And so my life was not making sense. So if you're supposed to have all this with God, why do I still have all this and I still say I believe in God? You know what I'm saying? And so my life wasn't making sense to me. It didn't make sense. Because you can't believe in God to have all this hell you got, right? And it didn't make sense. I didn't hear anyone else that their life wasn't making sense, but I knew they were having as much conflict as I was having. But I just thought, whatever. But it wasn't until I asked God, let me see what's going on. Let me know myself. Because I heard, you should know yourself. But I didn't know myself. And that's when he allowed me to see. And it wasn't right at the moment he allowed me to see it. A day or so went by, I guess, a week. And I was up getting dressed, and I saw the darkness and he allowed me to see that that was the anger. I had hatred in my heart. And when I saw that, I wept because I didn't know it. And it, it was a darkness like, it was like one of those darkness that come in your room at night through the door, flying through the air and trying to hold you down. It was a wicked darkness like that. And then he caused me to realize I needed to forgive. And when I went and forgave my mother at 38, it was the hardest thing I ever had to do. It was, it would have been easier for me to go over to uh, Solomon Hussein home and get him. <laughs> 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 and then it was my mama. <laughs> and so I, I went, and when I forgave her, he took away the fear. That's the first thing he took away was the fear, when I faced the fear. I didn't know then that that was going to happen, but when I faced the fear and I forgave, I apologized for resenting her. I'm like, I've been resenting you all my life. I realized I'm wrong. I can see that I'm wrong, that you couldn't help yourself, and everything changed. The fear was taken away, and 34 years have gone by. I've been through all kinds of debates and all kinds of stuff, but the one thing I noticed, I did, I forgot that I used to have fear because I had no fear. He take the fear away and you are saying i you're not going to accuse her of anything call her names you don't need her to admit to anything because you're confessing your sin he said go and confess your sin one to another right and I, so you go to your mother and say i'm sorry for resenting you i was wrong for resenting you not that she was right for what she did she couldn't help it but when you go and forgive that's when everything, the fear was taken away, and that made a little sense in my life then, but then I didn't know that he was going to work on the ego, I thought I had to do something about that too, and it wasn't until I just stayed with it, stay with it, stay with it, not judging myself at all, that he started to erase the ego nature too, and all the stuff just started to fall away, and I'm not saying it's all gone, all the nature of the ego are gone, but I can tell you this, I'm so free of it, until it's amazing that's why i'm telling you what i'm telling you now because i'm telling you what happened you must forgive you must rise from the he said the the heart is wicked the heart is of darkness the heart is evil of mankind is evil and before you can enter into the kingdom that's already there inside of us you got to forgive i don't care what has happened They couldn't help it, just like you cannot help yourself. But you must truly forgive intellect, not intellectually, spiritually. And you are confessing your sin, overall, for hating you. I'm sorry. That makes sense? And that's what happened with your parents when you went to them?
9: Yeah. Yeah, and and the clear-mindedness, the the sense that life is making to me now, yeah, it comes to me in the moment. It, come, it, it That's the only way it comes to me. Like in, absolutely. In, in each, when I look at the past, it doesn't make any sense at all. And I look in the obviously the future doesn't make any sense because it doesn't exist. That's right. But um, yeah, just you know, it comes to me uh, as as I go. Not necessarily something that I can foresee, or certainly not something that I can look back on. Yeah, because I look back at like what, you know, stuff I've done in the past and like different versions of myself and it doesn't make any Like, I can't even make, make any sense of, make any sense of <laughs> it at all.
0: It's, a massive, and it's amazing how our life don't make sense, but we think it does make sense. We've been taught so wrong. That's why God said, let no man teach you. Mm-hmm. We've been taught so wrong about everything. But the the Holy Spirit will teach us all things, and the kingdom of heaven is already here. It's already done. There's nothing you need to be waiting for. You don't need to be looking up in the cloud to see Jesus coming down on two horses and a mule. You don't. You don't need any of that. It's already. It's done. He said it's done, but you just don't see it. It's amazing. Okay, I got to wind down now, so I need y'all to be short, because I, James, I need to end at what time? Quarter to.
2: Twelve minutes.
0: Okay, a quarter till. We got twelve minutes. Okay, let me see your hands. Okay, let's start here. Let's start here. Here, there. Did I see the hands over here? Okay, here, there, there. Make it short. Okay.
1: this is just real quick. I thought it fit in with what we're talking about today. Proverbs Proverbs 3 verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not until your time, until thine own understanding in all thy ways. Acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths.
0: And what does that mean to you?
1: It means
0: that uh, don't even try to figure things out. Don't try to make sense of anything. Oh, Just trust in. Oh, I'm sorry. You <laughs> got the mic over here. <laughs> well, means, uh, trust in the mic. To
1: me, to me it means um, don't try to figure things out for yourself. Don't try to make sense of things. Um, because we do live our lives being taught wrong, and we try to figure out intellectually how this works. And then when we start to wake up, it. Satan is going to try to carry that over into the spiritual things and you're trying to figure it out spiritually but just trust in God and he will direct you he will, he will show you the way without you trying to figure it out on your own right lean on. not upon your own understanding
0: and I want to just say this about the word trust don't hold on to the word trust because Satan used the word trust against you he'll make you think you're trusting oh you're trusting look at you don't listen to it either, all right? You want to know the Father, and I reason I'm telling you about the trust name because the intellect will grab hold or of every those things and pretend to be God. So, absolutely, yes, ma'am.
3: I just wanted to say, now that I'm out of the fallen state, I'm so happy that my life doesn't make sense because yeah. I feel more surrendered. And just open to the possibilities, knowing that I'm just in the moment, in the present, and allowing God to do what he's doing.
0: Right on. So it didn't make sense to me when I was going to church that I was confessing God, Christ as Lord and Savior. But I would still have this fear. I'm like, something ain't right here. Because even as a little kid, I remember them saying that whatever you ask God for, you believe it, you can get it. And I just believed that without thinking about it. But when I became an adult, that kind of disappeared, and this other mess came upon me. And I knew, okay, if I believe in God, why am I so afraid? Why am I so insecure? Why do I have this or that? It didn't make sense. The two didn't go together. Now
4: I understand why. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Uh, I just want to take a quick second to say thanks because whenever I started coming here, you sit up there, and I think at the beginning, I really wanted to I really wanted to understand and I wanted for myself, I wanted you to like plant your flag and like declare what it was and what needed to be done and and I just really appreciate your ability to hold the mirror up and like reflect back on people like myself. When I sat over there, I think the third time I came here, you were like, do you want to be free, or do you want to live in jail, or in prison, or something? And you just kept drilling me with that question, and I just appreciate the fact that you're, you're so committed to like asking the question, as opposed to going up there and trying to teach everyone. You really did take a moment whether you know it, to, to force me to look at myself, which started me down that path. And I just want to say, nice. I appreciate that you do that instead of going up there like every other church I've been to, saying, here's what I think and what you got to do. And if you don't, you could, you're a sinner, but put some money in the basket and you'll be all right until next week. I appreciate that you didn't do that. I appreciate yeah. that you forced me to look at myself.
0: Absolutely. You're welcome, man. you got to see for yourself that the only way you're going to be free. Because you don't know if I'm telling the truth or not. <laughs> until you can see it for yourself, yeah. what is true.
12: Uh,
13: yes, sir. So that uh, in Deuteronomy uh, it talked about how God himself told uh, the Jews not to hate the Egyptians and uh, that's my first time really hearing and seeing that and it kind of makes sense, you know, when I hear stories or watch movies about, um, you know, Moses uh, you know because none of them made it into the promised land. Uh, they all died in the wilderness and it had to be because of their hearts weren't pure. They they had anger and hatred in their hearts so they couldn't even trust God. They couldn't even trust God for food. And so okay. uh, it just it just makes sense. Uh, it makes sense to me now. Nice. Um,
0: did you have your hand too? Okay these two and then I gotta end. Are you first. This. Go ahead.
10: Sure. Yeah. You gonna miss your turn? <laughs> no, it's
0: okay. Why you gave her the mic, Mom? <laughs> take it back. Well, come, what I wanted to say was a little
10: bit longer if
0: c- you're running. Come off. on, Mama, take it. Right, yeah. I'll cut you off if you go too long. All
10: right. Go ahead. Um, so again, just like the intellectual me thinks of stories when we talk about life and death and rebirth. Um, just a quick story. I'm sure everybody here knows of Socrates from ancient Greece. And uh, ancient Greeks believed in all those gods, like Zeus and everything like oh, that—the yeah. different gods. And he always, as a kid in his young life, he always. Are you to
0: nervous? No. Why are you shaking?
10: Because I had three cups of coffee. Oh. <laughs> that, that'll do it. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Make a long story short. His whole life, he just wondered why everybody accepted the gods, and he wanted to question them himself. And at one point he questioned so much, the whole society was like wondering whether the gods were real or not. And so the authorities and the high priest said, we need to do something about this guy and we need to, you know, take him out. Yeah. Um, And basically his friend said, Socrates, stop talking. I like you as a person. I want you alive. They're going to kill you. And he said, no, I'm going to continue to keep talking about it. And I think right then and there was his ego death because a few years later um, they had a vote. There was like 500 people, and 280 said to execute him, and 220 said not to. And they pick sides. And um, again, it just goes back to the death and rebirth. He he had to basically know that he was going to die, questioning the beliefs. Because again, with the priests, he always wondered. He saw people that were going to the you know Zeus and Apollo and all these people, but they still had problems in their life. They were still Man. drunkards, and they still had anger in their heart. So. He's, for me, is a perfect example of like kind of what we're talking about.
0: Right on. Uh, just know, as you wake up, the devil going to come after you. He doesn't want you to depart from your body, so he's going to scream and accuse you and condemn you and all that. And then he's going to use other devils outside of you. He will be using people outside of you to destroy you, too, because he doesn't want to lose your soul. But if you don't judge your family members or anyone, and if you take it personally, just know that it's not their fault that you're taking it that way. You just identify with the, the nature of the devil and be glad for it so you can go through it and overcome it. All right. It is going to get rough, but it won't be rough with you because now you've risen in the light. And the light will fight your battle. Eternal life is right here, right now. Eternal life does not die. Eternal life never leave you. Eternal life is not over there or over there or over there. It's not in what you have or don't have. Eternal life is in you. It's here. It's right now. It's always here. It's always right now. It doesn't die. And we want eternal life. And he made it. We have it. We already have it. We just don't, don't know that we have it. You have eternal life. You don't have to die. Yes, sir. It's up for the ego there.
11: I could be wrong about this, but the greatest thing I learned about, the church, uh, uh, I found that when I went to church is that we have, the greatest freedom we have is the freedom to fail. Because in order to uh, in order to succeed in life, we have to learn what it takes to fail.
0: There is no such thing as failure or success. There is, Only for people who are divided. If you're divided, then there's reset recess- Failure and success. But if, you, if you're whole, there's no such thing. Up and down only for divided people. If and that, if and that, if I if I do this, if this will happen. It's only for divided people. One person, a whole person is not divided. No such thing as failure or success.
11: So all there is is the moment.
0: That's all it is. Mm-hmm. And that stuff is made up by divided people. You need. You either succeed or you fail. You either have it or you don't. You have this or you don't, right? Up and down, feeling good and feeling bad. That's not eternal life. That's not in eternal life at all. That in, is in a person that is divided. It's not real. I understand. Thank you. Okay. So the new biblical question is, I may change it. I might not, but we'll see. Do you live in a cage?
8: <laughs>
0: do you live in a cage? So I'm going to ask the two new people since the first time here, we close it out. Do you live in a cage? No. And why do you say no?
5: Because I don't listen to my thoughts no more. So it can't they can't block me no more like they used to.
0: Okay. Do you live in a cage? Sean. Come back from the phone, babe? Come over here. <laughs> Sean on the phone, holding the mic. Do you live in a cage?
6: Um That's a that that would uh imply that I, I'm sort of divided to to have an answer either or, right? Um <laughs> uh, my mind's always in flux, so I would say there's times I might, there's times I, I wouldn't. I just don't. Today, I, I, I could say because I just feel a little more liberated or free that, no, my life doesn't, I don't feel like I live in a cage. Okay. That answer could change, though. Just it could change? Yeah.
0: You can live in a cage? Huh? That means you might move into a cage?
6: <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps, anything, because anything's possible.
0: Okay. I might have to change the biblical question, she's right. <laughs> The cage is the thoughts. Anyone that lives in their thoughts, anyone that lives in their imagination, anyone that believes their thoughts about anything is living in a cage. That's why you act like an animal. You see animals in cages? They, if they, since they can't get out, they're always growling and yelling at somebody trying to get them. Anyone that lives in their thoughts are living in a cage. And you are acting like an animal. So you're right. It is all-fulfilling. Amazing. Well, anyway, I'm out of time now. Um, Do the silent prayer. Do your little hoover to holler, praying, crying, and acting out, and you and the devil have fun. And then when you're done with that, be still and know God. Let go. The truth is trying to catch up with you. When you have the fear and all that, just know the truth is trying to catch me. That's why I'm afraid. The truth is trying to catch me. I'm worried about what someone thinks. The truth is trying to catch me. I'm up and down. I'm a failure. I'm a loser. The truth is trying. Think of it that way. The truth is always trying to catch you. And the lie hate the truth. It's afraid of it, so it's on the run. Stop and let the truth catch up with you and change you. And that's what the silent prayer would do. For those who are sincere, it will slow you down. It will stop you so the truth can catch up and cause you to see and overcome. All right? Become your own man. Become your own woman. Do the silent prayer and watch. Nothing else is required. Just watch. All right? So, uh, no in announcement? No other announcement? Okay. So, I appreciate it. We'll do the Super Chats tomorrow. And uh, thank you for your tithing offering. And I hope that something was said today that will help you get to know you. Keep your eyes on you. Let the world go nuts. Let them act any kind of way you, they want. Kill the babies. Let them protest on the track at the train. Let them, whatever they're doing. But you stay on, stay an individual, all right? And you'll be fine. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you all for coming. That was amazing. Amazing. amazing.
13: Okay.